someone who can just sit at the table and look at us and go, these assholes. Oh, that's gross. Um, no, no, none of them. Not well, Lisa Lowe. That's political as crap, right there. Yes, they. Sushi jackknife. 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 That's very direct. Hot and heavy like... It's unexpectedly direct. Satan's saxophone. Did it throw you off guard? I, I, um, I had to think for a second to see if we went to a commercial break and then came back. <laughs> and then I remembered no one wants to sponsor us. And right. And I felt, I felt <sighs> sad. I vie for the day when we get a commercial break. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I don't care what random ass product you have. If you have, like, jingle bells for assholes, we will do a commercial for you. No. Real quick, this product. Jingle Bells for assholes? Yeah. Is it Jingle Bells for terrible people? No. It's for your ass. Okay. Yeah. Because I was was wondering how they had to be different if you're a bad person. (laughs) And the tag... But it makes sense. I get you. I'm here. I'm sorry. The tagline is, everyone's got one. (laughs) (laughs) I... Don't know what your marketing plan is right now. That's it. But you need to write it because Shark Tank's calling. Oh, yeah. You know Cuban wants to invest in that. <laughs> so it's a butt plug with Jingle Bells. That's yeah. what... That's that's Mark Cuban's alley right there. Unisex. <laughs> They're for everybody. Yeah. I mean, above the age of 18, obviously. Well, naturally. Yeah. Did I say 18? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's, that's the correct age, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure... I'm not sure what the legal requirements are for butt plugs, but I'm going to say 18. Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Is it a state's rights issue? You know, I was more concerned with the provinces. I don't know if it's different in Canada. Because, I mean, like, you know, if you if you go to certain states and you're a five-year-old, they're like, gun, here, <laughs> have one. Why not? So I, I don't know if it's the same sort of thing. Nebraska. Yeah. Georgia. I didn't cough, a lot but, of yeah. a lot of different a lot of states where you Georgia get, doesn't deserve a cough. Kid can get a gun. Yeah, Just, no, no, I'm not coughing through Georgia. Yeah. I mean, it's like when I say Alabama, I'm not going to hide that I have disdain for Alabama. <laughs> no, um, they've earned every bit of it. So, welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's only been like a week. Oh, we're recording on the Ides of March. Did you realize that March fifteenth? You know, I didn't realize that because yeah. I never remember. Well. Let me say, I do realize it now. I didn't know it was the Ides of March today until like 10 o'clock. Ah. When someone told me, and then I immediately had to Google Ides of March because I don't remember anything about Ides of March. It's not relevant to You're my supposed life. to beware them. That's the thing. I'm bewaring. <laughs> I Actually, beware it a lot. This is a terrible day for me. Because, it, you know, it comes from Caesar getting stabbed in the back, you yeah. know, and um, and Shakespeare's play about it, right? Beware of the Ides of March. Right. And I'm constantly worried about something behind me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 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 I already looked. Stop it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Quit. He's so good, you guys. He's so good at cutting his eyes over. Like, there's a person there. Yeah. And then there's not a person there, except for, like, the last episode of this podcast someone's gonna be there yeah yeah i one of these days i'm going to pay someone to just be completely camouflaged behind you just like they'll hide in a pile of crap (laughs) oh we're in the basement yeah Yeah. there's lots of crap like there'll be drum equipment and you'll be like well that seems like a place i would keep that okay and then they'll they'll slide out of the drum equipment in the middle i don't like this at all just I'm tap not, you on the shoulder. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. <laughs> they won't stab you. I'm not. Just a gentle tap. So therapy has been a constant source of amusement, I think. For I, I was saying... Speaking just, of your irrational fears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> speaking of my irrational fears. I, I was just saying before we started the show that it's almost 
more fun. Like therapy, like the best thing about therapy is almost talking to you about it. Right. It's almost better than the actual therapy. The actual best thing is the free tea. I do get free tea. Yeah. Yeah. But the second best thing. She's ignorant about the tea, but yeah, I do get She didn't know what the red tea was. Like, didn't you buy this? I mean, there's like 15 other therapists in that building. How can you trust a therapist who picks out tea she doesn't understand? You know what? You know what? You know what? That's a one more on a long list of things. I, I've got I've got beef with her. I have an appointment tomorrow. Yeah. So if there's anything that I should bring up, you know, let's well let's talk about it now. First, tell her to bone up on that tea knowledge. <laughs> tell her it's not amateur hour. So I'm seeing a really, I mean. I think you guys all know how much of a lefty I am, but I'm seeing, I'm seeing a female therapist. First yeah. of all, it's a little radical, a little radical. I'm I'm not sure the world's ready for that, but I mean, I am a man taking advice about my life from a woman. That's a start. Can I, um, for all of our <laughs> our uh, very right wing Tea Party <laughs> listeners, express thoughts for them? Yeah, cuck. <laughs> Cuckold? Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Cook. That's the that's for the our Breitbart crowd. Wow. Our Breitbart crowd just loved that. Which tells you the kind of porn that they like. Um also you guys can um stop listening now because you're no. not gonna like the rest of the show. And, no, fuck you guys. <laughs> that the was way. the one thing that you're going to like <laughs> in the entire run of this show. So in addition to being a woman, uh she's a gay woman, she's a lesbian. And I you know, I only know this because uh, you look around the room. Yeah. There's a lot of pride flags. And it's great because she I'm an open her, person. I'm a lesbian banner up. Yeah. I mean, the first day you go in. And the two, anyway, <laughs> she says, my ex-wife one time. So that's how I put two and two together. And uh, ex-wife said, okay, fine, cool, cool. I mean, I'm not worried at all, actually. And um, <laughs> so... It's good that her being divorced from a woman doesn't worry you. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I get worried about a lot of things. How can you not maintain your relationship (laughs) with her? Hmm? Yeah, I mean, part of, you know, part of uh, my therapy is maintaining a relationship with a woman. Right. So, obviously, she's not being terribly successful at that. Add that to the fact that she doesn't understand tea. Tea! Two strikes. Two strikes. So, where are we going with that? I, you you kind of just stopped. Shit, I did, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you, uh, you got you got a lesbian yeah. therapist. Well, which is great. Um, I mean, it's it is what it, it is. It is what it is. I'm not I'm not saying it's great or not great because I really don't care. Sure, <laughs> sure. I, I, I really... feel like there's a point where, like, if you know someone who's gay, you're you're supportive to like a an overwhelming extent right. where it's like, wow. Yeah. That's great. That's great that you are. Yeah. Like it's not great. You don't care that much. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's nice that they feel <clears throat> open enough to share that. Yeah. That's great. But the fact that they're gay is just a fact. It's just, I, it's it not, is. Well, it's not end, great or not great. <laughs> I will say, I will say, and I have some gay friends, I will say that there's a, you know, when someone is open about it, you know that they've at least been through something in yeah. their life because oh, they had true. to come to terms with that. Yeah, it's because not, it's not an easy decision no, to come out. No, exactly right because our culture is still not yeah. overly. It's, it's easier about it. now, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not. It's not the '60s where you're necessarily fearful for your life, right? If you come out, right? But you know, you you can get shunned by ridiculous family members, right? Or <laughs> so, so one of the things that came up in the course of conversation, which I found really interesting, this is what she said. I assume she has good sources. This is right. what she does. You know, um, she said that um, you know for for women. Being gay can be like a strictly biological thing, or it can be sort of a social thing, which I'd never actually heard before, because what you generally hear is that it's all biological. Right. But And she said for men, for men, it's like, basically with men, like, 
I mean, I'm sure there are bisexual men. Yeah, but like, there are mostly it's it's kind of like pure biology. You're either gay or you're straight, right? Which I could sort of see, I guess. You know what I mean? I so this is my thought on this. Okay, um, and I'm going to probably butcher Bill Nye's thoughts here. Science guy? Yeah, you know. Are you familiar? Oh yeah, he's the science guy, Bill yeah. Nye. Yeah. Um, he so he has a show on Netflix, <laughs> yeah, about saving the world. Right, it's called Bill Nye Saves the World. He's, He's a trying. very literal title titleist. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's on Star Talk too with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard. Yeah, they do like a Bill Nye minute. Anyway, oh, yeah. Anyway, so there was an episode where he was talking about sexuality, ah, and he was saying that, and I believe it was in genetic code uh. they've started identifying things involved in sexuality uh. and it's not gay straight bi yeah. but it's like a whole spectrum right right and i i i could see regardless of gender no yeah. matter what your therapist says <laughs> <laughs> people having a range in that spectrum where they could fall yeah. at yeah. different times in their life yeah like there was a story i heard the other day richard pryor you you may be familiar yes with, had multiple ex-wives yes ex-wives because they came to their senses eventually and yeah. went away. <laughs> yeah, Richard was not an easy guy to live with. But he also, like, there are stories about him, like, uh, having having sex with different uh, Hollywood actors. Really? Yeah. This is the first I've ever heard yeah. of this. I, I think, I, I'm not going to say this 100%, but I think yeah. they said, like, Marlon Brando. Someone what? like that. Wow. Now, that's in the spectrum yeah and part of that and they were saying because it was during the party days right is more of a social i'm social on, sex i'm on coke right this could be fun we're all on coke thing. yeah not not like he was regularly attracted to men but but when he's on coke okay stuff happens <laughs> so that's more in my mind that's more he in the spectrum. He's yeah, not sure, sure. hard left, hard right. Yeah, I don't know which side would be which. Neither in that do scenario. I. Just to upset people, I'm going to say in this scenario, hard left is really straight, and hard right is only attracted to men. Yeah, 100 percent. Never even looked at a woman. <laughs> Just to upset people. I like it. Okay, like he he's somewhere in that spectrum. Oh yeah, I think and so. With coke. Goes, Even more so. Goes more to the right. Yeah. Which, as previously stated, is the side that the political right would hate the most. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I like your analogy a lot. And, and you know... It, it's the side that would make Paul Ryan want to vomit. We'll say you, that. Are you saying that maybe my therapist has a bias? Yeah. See, that is really interesting to me. Because I know all people do. Yeah. But, you know, you go to therapy and you think... Maybe they they're doing well, it. they're supposed to control for that. What you know do what therapists I mean? know? It's not like they go to school for that, you know. <laughs> it's an unlicensed licensed therapist you're going to, right? It's just a lady you found. <laughs> it's not just a lady I found. No. <laughs> but no, no. I think you're you make an excellent point. Everyone has biases, yeah, and. You know what? A lot of people, myself included, I've noticed this more and more the older I get, we tend to project ourselves into things. That is true. You know true. what I mean? Like into issues, into other people's lives, into the way we see the world is, I mean, we're we're sort of in our own heads. Well, and I will, I will throw this out there, too. Yeah. To uh, squash her, her idea that men are hardwired yeah. even more. Yeah. I think part <laughs> of that, too is a cultural thing. I do too. Where, like, I as a guy am not nearly as free in culture exactly. to say, point out that, you know, Ryan Gosling is dreamy. Yeah, which he is, of I mean, course. He is, he is totes dreamy, guys. He really is. I'm not as free to do that as, I mean, how many times have you been around a, a lady 
who looks at another lady and goes, oh, she is she is beautiful. A million times. That and happens I, all the time. All it's just constant. a normal thing. It's a normal thing. Society is okay with that. Well, I Society, used to think they were all gay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Problematic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but society is more okay with that. Yes, Society is less okay with God. Yes. Uh, society is more open to, like, bisexual women. Yes. And bisexual men. Correct. And and that's about that's about masculinity mm-hmm. in many ways. You want to throw them in either the gay or the straight box, right? Because you want to say straight man, super masculine, gay man, which is stupid right. and really backwards thinking in nineteen seventies ish. Yeah, but yeah, what do I know? I'm not in charge of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think your point is great, though, because I, you know what I like? I like to see everyone's shit. Yeah. I really do. I really like to know how people take, including my therapist. And I want to know, because presumably, whatever advice she's giving me, or suggestions and things, I mean, there's a lot of power in that situation, and as we've established... I'm a person who is susceptible to suggestion. Very, yes. If you're a hypnotist, yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm like a million percent yeah. able to be hypnotized. So if you put it in my head, mm-hmm. it's kind of there, and I really have to wrestle with it a lot yeah. to figure out what's true, what's not true for me and for the world at large, right? See, I have a rule I've lived by. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Let's go. Let, give it, give it, um, give it. Every person is full of crap. <laughs> In every every situation, me included, I'm including myself. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Uh, everyone has an opinion. No one's right. Right. They're, like, right-ish. I mean, there are, like, there are facts. There are, degrees, there are undeniable facts. Degrees of wrong. Like, you can touch water and go, this water is wet. That is a fact. Sure. But in in the areas where there can be gray area, anyone who can 100% say something is a fact yeah. is 100% not correct on that. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's science, too, because science is always evolving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we've established certain things, I think. But the, Probably. De- the deeper we go, yeah. the more that we find. And that's why the Earth is flat. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> How did just, we circle back to B.O.B.'s thoughts did, here? Did you just put that in my head? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I actually, I do find this very comforting, and I like your theory. Um, because I, it helps me, because it helps me, because, you know, there's a power differential in a therapy situation. Mm-hmm. Because I'm coming there, I'm, I'm telling her all my shit. Yeah. Actually... We need a new therapy paradigm. You tell them everything. Right. They tell you virtually nothing. Mm -hmm. In fact, the point of the relationship is that you don't get to know them. They get to know you. You don't get to know them. Right. There's an objectivity, supposed, there. But under the banner of your theory, which I like, that can't exist. It's, I mean, there can be objectivity. Yes. But... It's through a lens. It's through a lens. Everyone has a lens for everyone. Everyone has a lens. Um, I mean, <sighs> even like if, if we're going to just boil it down to a very quick one, your your therapist has an ex-wife. She also mentioned a husband at some point. She did, and I don't know if that was a... Th- a I don't know if that was a... I think that was a real example. Right. But you you have, through your lens, right. said she is a lesbian. She could be a bisexual. That's true. She she could be uh, poly and doesn't identify with any of it. Just whatevs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be anything. And you know, and that's what you just said, that everything's on a continuum. And I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that for sexuality. I believe yeah. that for gender. And by the way, <coughs> I want to put this out there, too. Yeah. No one on that spectrum is like, hard left or hard right yeah really yeah i mean like no you can be like pretty left yeah 
But you've looked at a guy and not been sexually aroused, but been like, that's a good-looking guy. Yeah. You are aware. <laughs> sure. 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 No, because, like, <clears throat> here's the thing about human beings. We are social critters. Even people who hate people. Mm-hmm. Social critters. Yeah. Because hating Whether people... Whether you want to be or not, you are You're a social, <laughs> social. critter. Yeah. And so I think there's a, so I think something like whether someone's attractive or not yeah. is something that everyone picks up on at, at some kind of crazy, mm-hmm. stupid level. We're chimps. You know, I was watching Ricky Gervais yesterday, Humanity, his new special. It's good. Um, it's very good. He's talking about how, you know, we're basically chimpanzees. We split off for apes from apes some time ago, right? But right. we're 90-whatever percent chimps we're, we're we're smarter monkey we're, we're smarter yes. monkeys that's it. <laughs> so and i believe in you know spiritual things as well um but that doesn't change the fact that we're we're basically chimpanzees and uh and being that we're basically chimpanzees all those like drives and that very basic stuff is yeah. still in there oh yeah and we we it's do it really all the natural. time without it's natural we do it all the time without even noticing and we in fact <clears throat> we have to work to overcome that yeah and i think we do that socially we do that as a culture i mean you see it look at the 60s right mm-hmm. we overcame a lot now not everybody obviously <laughs> got with the program right not everybody got with the program, and not everybody came out of the 60s right. way ahead of where they were. Right. Um, some right. people made a few steps. Uh, it's marginal. <laughs> it would be nice if they made some more steps, it, yes. if people would allow them. Correct. Um, and, and I kind of feel like, I'm not saying it's the 60s again, but I'm feeling like we're going through another period of of that. I think we are. Yeah. Um, the... We we are because of the knowledge we have gained ab- yes. about <laughs> humanity. Yeah, I the, the like the Bill Nye thing that I was talking about, stuff like that. Knowing stuff like that has for the younger the people who are just becoming adults now. Yeah, kind of shaped what they know about the world a little bit. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we. I I don't know about you, but like I was raised. There is, it, back to a sexual spectrum, there is straight, there is gay. Yeah. There, transgender was not spoken. No, <laughs> I didn't, you know, to be, to be completely honest, didn't know that term until maybe three years ago. I, I knew it a little bit before yeah. that, but I mean, definitely not before I was an adult out on my own in the world. Yes, exactly. Um, that wasn't spoken of. There, there was no such thing as bisexual. There was right. nothing like that. It was you're straight or you're gay. And to give a little bit more background into my life, the gay thing was a choice and it was a bad idea. <laughs> right. That's what your parents told you, right? Yeah. 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 Um, my my parents told me it was okay to have gay friends, but it was not okay. Oh yeah. To no. Be that way. I could I could have all the gay friends I wanted. Yeah. Um, I had multiple gay friends that my parents knew were gay. They yeah. didn't care. Yeah. They would have cared if I had started dating one of those friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been upsetting Speci- for them. Specifically, my dad told me that. And my mom never said that to me. Yeah. My dad told me that. Oh, they never told me directly that. But y- you got y- the idea. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Like that was around the time the yeah. gay marriage debate started yeah. and stuff when I was in high yeah. school. And- sure. You know. <laughs> you know how your parents we're, feel. We're being so cavalier. I love yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the background that we... Uh, so, the, the people who are the age I was then, right. the 18, 19, 20-year-olds, have a lot more knowledge. They do. Because... There uh, is of, a lot more knowledge. I mean, there's, there's the internet. They have a lot yeah. more available to them. Yeah. I had to wait 30 minutes for a website to load. They can, you know, look at the entire Wikipedia in the time it took me to read one article. <laughs> That's actually true, yeah. Well, and, you know, yes, we might be, and we're both considered millennials. Yeah. They need another name for kids that are like 10 I, years I think they have, us. have something. I think millennial has stopped, yeah. but I can't remember what it was. Okay. It's like, I don't know. 
Generation Z something something like that because like we we're Y or something. I don't know. Stupid. They're the uh, the antisocial generation. Uh, we might be the last like true like ignorant assholes though. The, here's the question that I've thought about. Yeah. Does that mean when we're old? <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to be like the you know like my grandmother now who wonderful woman. I don't think she is purposefully racist or anything. But she loves the N-word. She she refers to people as Negro. Oh. All the time. Okay. That Negro <laughs> over there. Well, oh, that felt weird. And we, we <laughs> all just kind of go, hmm. Mm, grandma, yeah, Grandma. No. <laughs> Here, Grandma. More scotch. More scotch for you, Grandma. It's a, uh, oh, no. No. Oh, not no, not that. your family. Not no. your family. <laughs> <laughs> More unsweetened tea for you, Grandma. <laughs> um, we're we're going to be that that generation yeah. who is, uh, I mean, I don't know what we'll be complaining about, but it's going to be like, ah, sex with space bots? What? <laughs> no. no! I know. Back in my day, well, I mean, we it just... had to be organic matter. <laughs> <laughs> we assume that things are going to, well, through most of our lives, things have gone, we have had this ramp up of yeah. of liberty and technology, mm-hmm. information, all of that communication. But you know, there may be a point where that is not you know what I mean? It's possible I mean, we are I I've heard it referred to this. It's kind of like the Industrial Revolution was. Exactly. We're we're in the digital version of the Industrial right. Revolution. The Industrial Revolution eventually tapered off. It did. Like it didn't stop, but no. it like plateaued. Right, and we may get there with this, and then there'll be Maybe. something completely new, perhaps. Yeah. Or everyone's going to live in <laughs> VR, and I'm just going to get dizzy all the time. You know what? If everyone's <laughs> living in VR, you and I are still going to be podcasting, yeah. and 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 not doing VR. I can't. I will not be able to do that. I I think that if everyone starts doing VR, we do a VR version of the podcast. Shit, you're right. Someone who can God. just sit at the table and look at us and go, these assholes. Do they? Okay. <laughs> is, is oh. the, uh, we'll have to get one of our children to run the VR rig, yeah. but yeah. yes. Yeah, because I don't want to do that. Oh, no. I can handle the audio, but yeah. that's all I want to do. Um. <laughs> Oh. oh my god well thank you for helping me decode my therapist i'm going go. tomorrow yeah so i'm gonna walk right in there and tell her about my her friend <laughs> says you're full of it <laughs> and the tea no more about the tea <laughs> tell her about her biases oh man um here's a segue for you let's talk about jewel <laughs> The singer? Yeah. Okay. Are we... Is she still alive? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) So this song popped in my head about two and a half hours ago. And I thought, God, I have not thought about that fucking song. And I said to my wife, wife... I got the wrong tomatoes. <laughs> but who sang this song? And she said, oh, that's Jewel. And I said, yeah, that's Jewel. And then I thought, I'm going to, because this is what I do now. I'm in yeah. my 30s. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I jump, if I think of a song and I want it, I jump on the old iTunes. Okay. I buy that fucker. Oh, what are you, a Rockefeller here? I'm a Rockefeller. I just work that YouTube like a champ if I want to hear that song. This is another one. And then I realized, Jewel, Pieces of You, I think it came out in 95. What a strong record. And I I went to my room, I cried for a while. And (laughs) I I came back out and Uh I said, God damn, she's like the Alaskan Tori Amos. Have we ever talked about Tori Amos? Uh, I love, deep appreciation for Tori Amos. I have no strong feelings towards either one of them. Well... This is a surprisingly good record. Okay. I'm reading on the iTunes. The iTunes says 
they recorded it live in the studio, meaning she played yeah. this stuff. I mean, and it sounds good. It. it sounds great, right? Every every Jewel song before she decided to go super pop yeah. sounded good. And the songs are really solid. I mean, I'm not saying they're, you know, There next was a reason level. she was critically acclaimed. She was good. Now, what I want to know is, did she write these songs? I would bet she did. I would bet she did, too. But She's I wonder, from Alaska. What else did she have to do? She co-wrote with a seal. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can hear the seal singing background vocals. <laughs> this song is by Jewel and Kevin the Seal. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. oh, man. Do you want to feel old? I, I do. Do you know what her age is? She's got to be forty something, right? Uh, forty nine. Oh. oh no, no, sorry, I'm I'm on the wrong jewel. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Forty three. Okay, see, that's I that's can deal a with bit that. Better. So she's ten years older than me. Yeah, she was born in nineteen seventy four. I imagine. Yeah. What? Which is when I should have been born. All right. Which album is this? Uh, Pieces, Pieces of, of you. you. First one. Her first. Nathan. Her first record. What a strong record you've got. That is a good. Foolish Games. That is a good debut record. Oh, my God. You got Foolish Games, Pieces of You, the song. You've got You Were Meant For Me. You've got a song that used to creep me out, Who Will Save Your Soul, because I I felt like she was talking about me in that song a few times. And I was like, girl, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm a little weird. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, All right. So she may have been, like, she may have had a ghostwriter. Okay. But she is credited on every song. Okay. And including the bonus tracks and the New Zealand bonus disc. Holy moly. <laughs> New Zealand bonus. There's, there's 19 she, tracks on the New Zealand bonus disc. Because if you're in Alaska, you're close to there? Um, no. She co-wrote two of those songs with okay. another person. So wow. 17 of the 19 songs. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. So I gotta go back to You Were Meant For Me for a moment Because this song This song was all up on the radio 94.1 in Atlanta Which was the Adult contemporary pop station But Listen to how loose this is Compared to anything we hear these days And the vocals Wild If this came out now It would be a weird alt <laughs> yeah a weird alt album that that was like critically acclaimed that's, but like yes bony vera level that's exactly right Where and that's kind of my point it would win awards and it would chart but it's not charting super high <laughs> i i okay i have high nostalgia for the 90s it's surprising how much of the song i remember and i'm captivated by oh even after you're gone. Oh my god. So I'm a I'm nostalgic for the nineties. Obviously. I was a child then. Yeah. I was born in eighty four. So I remember some of the eighties, not a lot. Most of it is like blah. Yeah. But the sounds of the eighties I'm super nostalgic for. Okay. And and occasionally <laughs> I remember a song. Today this song popped in my head and I'm like, God, I was ten maybe when this ten eleven when the song came out. And I remember every word of this song because it was on the radio constantly. Um, you want another fun fact? I do. So this album came out in 1995. Yeah. No recognition. What? Failed to chart. <gasps> then in 1997. Two years later. One Robert Zimmerman. <gasps> Bob Dylan. Heard the album. <gasps> And invited Jewel to open for him. Oh my god, that's how it started? And that pushed Who Will Save Your Soul to number four. She owes her entire career to Bob Dylan. That, see... If Bob Dylan did nothing else in the 90s... (laughs) Right. That and Time Out of Mind. There's nothing more... Was that 80s? I don't know. No, that was 90s. That was 90s. That was 90s. There's nothing better than that story. She she okay. I she hope. was she was failed. She was a failed singer songwriter from Alaska. Yeah, Jewel. I hope you're happy. But you know what? Even if you're not happy, remember this: Bob Dylan found you. 
And that, I was 11 when your album came out. Yeah. And I remember every fucking song. So good for you, Jewel. Do you do you think that's something that like I'm I'm sure she's very down to earth. Yeah. Knowing she's from Alaska. Knowing who she is. Yeah. But do you think that's something where a lesser person just at every party oh, yeah. is constantly like, oh, well, when I was on the road with Bob. <laughs> of course. And I hope people are picking up on the genuine tone here. Like, I mean what I'm saying right No, now. he does. He's oh, yeah. tearing up. Yeah, I, He's I, not I actually, really tearing up. No. So, if you want to get into my heart space, you get there through Tori Amos or certain R.E.M. songs. Um, but Jewel is, like, somewhere over here. She's yeah. close. And you know who else is... Just cute as a button. This led me to, uh, from Jewel I got here. Wait for it. Oh, you would. Oh, I would. Oh, boy. Oh, I would indeed. You're gonna get so flagged on YouTube now. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh. That's, uh, cute as a button, Lisa Loeb. For you. You... I feel like you still have a crush on Lisa Loeb. Oh, of course I do. It's (laughs) never ended. infinite... Never ended. Never ended. And you know what? Jen and I saw both. Uh, so Fiona Apple was big for her. And okay. I didn't know Fiona Apple as much when we got together. But I appreciate her artistry now. Yeah. Amazing. Um, oh, that's gross. Um, so we saw there's this, this outdoor venue in Georgia, Chastain Park. It's a great place to see a concert when it's sort of a chill. You know, people bring. Right. This is the kind of place where there's grass amphitheater yeah people bring a blanket they bring cheese and wine and bread and no children so probably not the ideal place to go see uh like green day no, no. that's what i was thinking of yeah oh sit down on your blanket with yeah. your wine and cheese and watch green so day green day yeah um so we saw first tori amos there who's big for me and i weeped openly um and but but tori played by herself and i don't know how familiar you are with tori amos but an amazing like conservatory trained piano player, right? Keyboard player. She was and a great singer. I mean, she's really technically very good. Um, even though she sings weird, which I love because she That's, could sing really cool. I, I mean, I really prefer when people sing weird. Me too. Don't you? Don't you? Make it interesting. My Why? favorite singers are not great singers. No, like Lou Reed is one of my favorite singers, and he basically. Oh, well, talks. I mean, Lou Reed was the best singer ever. <laughs> <laughs> That, that sweet tone of his voice. Oh, I'm man. so glad that you and I see eye to eye on this. Anyway, we see Tori Amos, and the only disappointment I had is that she she was playing alone, which this is a woman who can handle it. You know what I mean? Right. She's sitting there. She has She's facing forward, singing into a microphone at us. Her right hand is playing a piano. Okay. Reaching out to the side. I'm, Her left hand is playing an organ to the other side. Oh, that's impressive. She's doing this, and she's singing at the same time. Okay. And amazingly. I don't, I don't want her to play with anyone else. Well, if you're me, you would love to hear drums, because you love drums. So, okay. Let's take the same scenario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we throw in the Mumford & Sons kick drum. <laughs> He saw my face turn. No. Yeah. Oh, she's doing it? Yeah, no, she's playing the Mumford & Sons kick drum. It's not good enough. I need While a drummer. playing... No, that's well, not I mean, enough. that's all she has left is her feet. <laughs> what are you going to do? She can put, like, cymbals in her knees. And... <laughs> that's it. That's all that's left. So she's amazing. It's a great show. I was ever so disappointed there wasn't a band. Time passes. We see Fiona Apple, same venue. Yeah. Fiona Apple brings a band. One of the best concerts I've ever been to in my entire life. I mean, some people go to a show and they do the show. Other people go to a show and you don't know where the line is because they're bringing everything they got. Right. That was Fiona Apple. There you go. Tori is like super good, but like Tori's so good that she could do that five nights a week right. and not blink. Well, she she must if she's... Doing this. Doing three things at one time. Yeah. Fiona Apple, 
you know, sometimes she played piano and sang at the same time, but right. I think she a lot of times she sang and let the band do everything else, right. and she gave it everything she had. It was amazing. So anyway, how did we get there? Jewel, Lisa Loeb, Tori Amos. I think we just Fiona went through Apple. all of the the uh, lady singers that you've fantasized about. <laughs> Actually, no, no, none of them. Not well, Lisa Loeb. Lisa Loeb. None of them. <laughs> You 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 have to at least put Lisa Loeb on that list. Yeah, yeah because Tori, I saw, I saw the look yeah. on your face when you, you mentioned did. Lisa Loeb. Your heart, <laughs> it it skipped like four beats just at, at the mention of her name. Yeah. Well, I knew I was never going to sleep with <laughs> Tori Amos or any of these other people. But, but Lisa Loeb Le- was in. It's your, a possibility. Lisa Loeb is in your league. Yeah, <laughs> she's in my league. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm pretty cute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell my therapist that tomorrow. Hey, uh, how cute am I on a scale? Uh, damn it, I forgot. On, on a scale of one to Lisa Loeb. <laughs> Would you go straight for me? Is this a weird conversation? Can I... Like, part of me wants to push the line. Like, last time, I'm going to be real honest with you right now. And I was real honest with her. I said last, last time, I was like, you know... <laughs> Can I, before we leave, I'm looking at the clock, five minutes. She's very strict on the time because she says that she doesn't have good boundaries, and I, I believe her. Um, five minutes on the clock, and I said, can I, can I share one more thing? I know we're wrapping up here. I desperately want you to like me. And what did she say? Well, that's not all I said. I said, I desperately want you to like me. You know, I want everybody to like me. Right. And I know that's not what this is about. But that's that's what I want. I'm just being vulnerable with how, you right now. Real quick. Yeah. How much would it have destroyed you if you said that <laughs> and her reaction was just, oh, that's not going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, would you have to find a new therapist at that point? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. My therapist hates me. I can't go yeah. back. <laughs> it's, so she said the... Uh, and I didn't even try her. Like, I didn't even... Why am I like this? I didn't even, like... I'm pissed off that I didn't push her at all. Because she had such a great response. She's like, you know, I think our sessions are really productive. I think you're very smart. I think you think... Wow. You, you do the work. You bring it in every time. That's political as crap oh right there. Oh, my God. It was so disappointing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. You seem like a terrific person. Yeah. Um, for other people to know. <laughs> right. But not me. And and Jen pointed out to me, because I t- told all this to my wife, and, and she said, you know, she's only known you for three hours. That's that's true. And I said, you know what? That's an excellent point. That's And I, li- you know what? I listen to the people in my life, because I don't know if I'm going left, I'm going right, I'm going back, I'm going forward. I am just wasn't born with a sense of that. And so... People like her, people like you, people like, you know, people in my family, whatever. I listen to what they say because I feel like they have a better perspective than I do about where things are headed. You know what I mean? You and need what, the outside perspective. I need the outside perspective uh, heavily. Yeah. And uh, Outside perspective is good. Yeah. But my waking fantasy now is about quitting therapy, isn't that? Quitting it's, therapy? Is being like... And I, running away with Lisa Loeb. Well, yeah, that's the other part. I wish it was time for sushi jackknife, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Just, just walking out of your therapist's <laughs> office and going, "No more, Lisa. We're off." If she was waiting, oh my god, she she's waiting with her guitar. Oh, at perfect, perfect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to go to therapy. Oh, I will be your therapy with my love. Lisa Loeb therapy. Uh, we would just have espresso and chill the fuck out. It sounds great. Anyway. What, how much would it destroy your perception <laughs> of Lisa Loeb to find out that she really just loves hard drugs? <laughs> or that she's a Like lesbian. uppers all the time. You know what? You know what threw me? Uh, another woman I'm desperate for, Carrie Brownstein. Yeah. And for the longest time, I, I thought, well, you know, I, I thought what most men think, that would be great. 
And then I and then I heard that she was gay. And I was like, God damn it. What? I was mad. I was angry. And then I heard that she's bisexual. And yeah. I said, Yay! <laughs> even though You're never even going to no, cross paths. I with will her. never meet her in all of my days. But I thought And if you did, it, what it would it be is you going it's nice to meet you. But this is the disease of being a man. <laughs> That's true. We want to know. It is true. Yeah. You, you want to think, I mean, think about like. It's possible. And this is a really gross example. Okay. It's a terrible example that upsets me to this day. Okay. But think about the number of people that when the Olsen twins. Yeah. Turned 18. Yeah. We're like, oh, they're 18 now. <laughs> Like, you want to walk up to every one of those guys and go, number one, you're gross. Yeah. Number two, it does not matter. No. They aren't talking to you. No. They're not even looking at you. You are nothing to them. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be weird. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) What what do you think is going to happen? Nothing. But as a man, you want to know that it's possible. And And that's fucked up, but it's true. It happens like you will hear a certain celebrity is getting divorced or something and you'll hear inevitably some guy go oh they're back on the market not for you (laughs) you're not in their market you are shopping at aldi they are in whole food (laughs) or some grocery store we don't even know about they are in a private luxury grocery store milk is 30 dollars a gallon there they have a guy for that you you are again nothing and everywhere that guy goes you hear a little jingle and now we know why yeah anyway uh you look like you have something um i this is this has been very different than the rest of the podcast but um to to uh talk about current events here other than Um, my life yeah um, i have to uh I I have to give Trump <coughs> some props for an amazing idea. Oh yeah. Him I'm dripping with sarcasm here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I thought you were just uh, dripping. Um <laughs> So, let me let me pull up this quote here from uh from one of his speeches this week. It was it was in Washington. <laughs> okay. Uh His national uh, security strategy, quote, this is from CBS News, quote, recognizes that space is a war fighting domain, just (laughs) like, just like the land, air and sea, Mr. Trump said at a San Diego Marine Corps base that he's considering, quote, a space force (laughs) that would be equivalent of the Air Force, Army and Navy. Mr. Trump said at first he wasn't serious when he floated the concept, but, quote, (laughs) then I said, what a great idea. Maybe we'll have to do that. All right. There's a lot of things here in this story (laughs) that make me happy. I can't speak. I can't speak. (laughs) So, first, we'll just point out that CBS News, the entire article, I don't know if they do this all the time but refer to the president as Mr. and not president. Yeah. (laughs) Which I just find funny. They see the writing on the wall. Um, But the part that I thought was the best is he said something as a joke, but then according to his own quote, convinced himself that it was a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we had a Space Force? Actually... That's not a terrible idea, me. <laughs> Welcome to Space Force. Do you what, have what it takes? What What is the Space Force? Like, what do we do in the Space Force? Oh, I got a few ideas. What? Well, you know. <laughs> this is what I want to know. There's a lot of stuff out there, Nathan. Somebody's got to take care of that. What we need is a ragtag band of different types of people. From all over the galaxy, and they gotta guard that thing. Okay. They gotta guard that galaxy. Okay. We need like okay. a guy uh-huh. 
We need like a girl who's really hot, but green. We need like a dude who's like roided out and pissed and doesn't have a filter. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need a tree guy. That, and I don't know, cybernetic raccoon. That sounds like a thing. I'm I'm just picturing him when they put together a space force. Now looking at it and going, where are the tree guys? Where's the <laughs> There's no tree guy. How the fuck are we going to do this without a tree guy? I don't China has a tree guy. China's way ahead of us in tree guys. So the one thing we can glean from this is, <laughs> other than watching Fox News, yeah. he saw Guardians of the Galaxy at yeah. some point. See, I, I'm afraid he's going to see like the original Star Wars trilogy <laughs> and think, I could build a Death Star. That would be a good idea. And he, just in case you're curious, will not learn from the first movie that you shouldn't have an opening that <laughs> will just blow up the entire Death Star. Thank God for that. So, <laughs> he, so he John Kerry can put a same. torpedo in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> in other refreshing news, just as a counterpoint to that very quickly, Special Counsel Robert Mueller subpoenas the Trump organization. That was today. And Rex Tillerson's gone. And I just got a CNN breaking news alert. Holy shit. That another Trump official nears exit. Now, let's play a game. Oh, baby. Who is it? I hope it's Zinky. Is he already gone? I can't keep up anymore. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Betsy DeVos. It's Betsy DeVos. I wish. Yeah. It should be Betsy DeVos because she looked like an idiot on TV. Oh, she did. H.R. McMaster. Oh, yeah. Um, That's my guy. The source comes <clears throat> after months of tension between the two. Oh, really? Most most notably when he uh, stood alongside him at a press conference with his arms crossed, <laughs> <laughs> looking very unhappy. <laughs> McMaster had his arms crossed, yeah, looking yeah. at Trump? You oh, know, my God. You, they, don't, they don't like each other. You know, it turns out that being a military person... If you're around an unhinged lunatic every day, it's not quite the uh, the military <laughs> demeanor that you're used to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a little more freewheeling. We'll say that. Someone who's just walking around going, "Space Force, we got to put a wall above the country." Wall above the country to keep the aliens from coming in. <laughs> the anti-space force. <laughs> Did you see, I mean, the Russians are poisoning people. Yeah. Uh, I saw a headline today. Britain is cutting off like all major diplomatic contact yeah. with Russia. It's and some serious shit, man. We finally said something to Russia after months, mm. we we put sanctions on them. It finally happened. Wowzers! Wowzers. Not for, by the way, not for poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> for playing with our election, like just playing. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, come on! Because, it took us long enough. Because he, uh, you know, he was Trump was real mad that he came in and tried to help Hillary win. Isn't that the story that we're going with now? Yeah, I think so. By the way, like, I want to give everybody an idea of what it's going to be like when Russia, you know, wins, inevitably. This is one of the most popular pop people in Russia. This guy's name is Vitas. V-I-T-A-S. If you haven't seen this this on YouTube, check that shit out. He's got, like, a weird head thing. And he's got to do a thing that's... He's got a weird, like half helmet thing going and one of those jumpsuits where you clearly see his dick you, you know what i mean you know you said you loved the 80s this just everything about this looks very it's 80s very to 80s me. but the thing about the 80s was it happened in the 80s yeah well it's, this didn't. it's still the 80s in russia <laughs> point now oh shit we missed the best part hang on hang on hang on this guy's thing Ah, oh, my phone died. Ah, shit. He, well, okay, I'll interpret it for you. He does okay. this crazy thing where he's singing, and he's going, blah, 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 some shit in Russian, blah, blah, blah. And he right. goes, Bloop! and he does this little tongue flip Bloop! thing. And if you type, 
you know, Vitas Russian singer into YouTube, you'll 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 find it. I guess is that like his trademark ad lib? It's like his thing, yeah. Like Kendrick Lamar likes to go do 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 for gunshots and stuff. His is yeah, that's it. I mean, he does it much better than I'm doing it. But yes, I mean, he's a professional. We're just amateurs. And the Russian like propaganda bullshit machine, yeah. Is amazing because if you go on YouTube long enough, looking at this Vitas guy, you will find Russian videos on there about, and he goes on these talk shows in Russia about his life and about how his mom died and all this stuff, and it's like a manufactured life, and you just see it so. Pl- I mean, I'm not saying his mom didn't die; I'm sure she did. Or but whatever. you're looking at it, going, none of this can possibly be real. real yeah like obviously this is all like you. a weird so he's like russian lady gaga he's like russian lady gaga <laughs> except lady gaga's lady gaga you know what i mean and this yeah. dude is fucking in russia i'm just implying that everything about lady gaga is manufactured oh i like lady gaga i'm standing by that statement fine fine we're allowed to have point she, and counterpoint here uh, she she is a a uh, manufactured musical artist yeah but she's good she's got chops and she does have chops i'm yeah, not gonna say it. Yeah, she doesn't have chops she's got the chops um so if you have trouble sleeping at night don't don't watch that you'll have even more trouble yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what occurs to me america today what's our major export we don't really have factories anymore it's entertainment that is true to the world and and um we're pretty good at it. We're very good I at mean, it. I mean, like, not good at the entertainment part, at, at exporting the entertainment. Oh, absolutely. We have 3,000 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians to prove we're not that great at it. <laughs> we're just great at producing it we and sending it away. We're fantastic <laughs> at it, actually. I mean, even <laughs> this to a, to a very small degree. Yeah. 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 We are part of it. It goes out to the we world. We are part of That's the right. American economy. If you're in a if you're in Russia and you hear this show, Dosvidanya. Actually don't know what that means. I just heard it in a movie one time. Niet. That one. Niet. 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 You know what Russia needs? They need a number like Sweden had for a while. Yeah. Where you can call and you can talk to a I, random Russian. I would enjoy that. The I issue would. is there's a chance that in the middle of the phone call the person you're speaking to would say the wrong thing and then be dragged away. Uh huh. That's not. That's not a pleasant caller experience. <laughs> Is that the sound they hear before they're being like? This guy goes around to every dragging away party and he's like, and they, yeah. It's you know. They should just put that guy on the phone. The thing about that guy. They're performing. He's performing on stage. He has all these dancers who are in, like, I don't know, fucking weird costumes. And they don't actually move. Like, they're just sort of still. And then they cut to the audience. Like they would. They cut to the audience, and people are weeping. That song. Okay. Weeping. Well, I guess if I lived in Russia, Uh I could see a a world where I weep at that, because it's like the one thing that's that is joyful <laughs> exactly like you're you're leaving that to go to the dr- the gray dreary russia outside this is your one moment of joy you're warm for the first time yeah. in god knows when you're, you're going to go home and down a bottle of vodka just trying to heat your insides which doesn't work, by the way. No. It makes no. you feel warm. You're not right. actually warm. Yeah. It That's just numbs your extremities. That's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite, um, you know, that's, obviously he's not my favorite, you know, Russian band. Uh, this is probably my favorite Russian band. In addition to this band called Leningrad, who is pretty amazing. There's these guys. Gals. I should say. I'm currently just watching a video of a woman eating meat. This is a. Uh... That's Pussy Riot. 
Is that Pussy Riot? That's Pussy Riot, but I'm I'm trying to find Punk Pussy Riot, and I can't find it. Do you have Punk? That, I don't, but that Pussy was pleasant. Riot? Yeah, that was pleasant. You know what my Their favorite thing about great. Pussy Riot is? Yeah. Um, when they were all over the news, yeah. getting to hear the people on NPR say pussy Ryan. report on on pussy riot because <laughs> they it, it would be like in the middle of their news and so the npr news reporter would have to you know get on the mic and go and in russia this week the band pussy riot <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't matter what they said after that i was already happy <laughs> It's a brilliant name for a band. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, you can't go the other way. You can't call. You can't name a band like Cock Fiesta. <laughs> you just can't do it. it. It doesn't have the same impact. But Pussy Riot is fantastic. I want a Pussy Riot album called Cock Fiesta. Cock Fiesta. I love it. Uh, tomorrow, I'll ask my therapist if Pussy Riot is a bunch of lesbians. I don't really know. I don't think we know anything. I don't think we know. We know that a couple of them got arrested and jailed. Yes. That's why they were in the news. Correct. And that they don't like the government in Russia because they're people who have paid attention to the government in Russia. <laughs> like, that's the only, that's only thing the, they need to know. That's the kicker. That's the, yeah. That's that's it. That's why we like Pussy Riot. Yeah. Then I really just want them to be notable all the time. So I can hear every news person have to say their name. I'm Lachmay Singh. It's, it's a, uh, it's just, it's great. Any, any oh, news no, person having to say anything that you can see they're visibly uncomfortable with. That's the, actually, I'm going to say that's the one bright side about having Trump as president <laughs> is I've, I've watched like every CNN anchor have to either say shithole yes or find a way around it like asshole or things like that where they're very uncomfortable and I've enjoyed that I've enjoyed that a lot oh no that's a that's a positive that's a positive it's just the rest of it it's a big win for conservatives everywhere and people who enjoy yeah Anderson Cooper being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He every time he said it, it before it, it was kind of just like a. And the president said, <laughs> like, like a weird little like. I don't know if I should. Okay, I'm saying it. What's uh, it been like for the FCC during all of this? Like, at some point, the FCC just went. Ah, we're half staffed anyway. <laughs> who cares? Because they're in the executive branch, are they not? I believe so. They must be. They must be. I mean, they probably have three people working there now. They, right, exactly. They And during that, they were so so spread thin that they're like, okay, uh, as long as it's not hardcore porn, it's fine. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just do whatever. It's the Wild West. <laughs> Oh, this is where, okay, this is Pussy Riot with their masks on in the church. This is when they got arrested. Oh, and my phone died again. It's like Russia phone. doesn't need, want me to see this. Yeah, maybe that's it. Might be. You better you better watch out for, uh, for Russian poisonings. Shit. Right behind you. Ah! <laughs> Do you think it's in my almonds? It might be. My smoked almonds? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Sushi jackknife? No, it doesn't feel. <laughs> it's not, I'm not ready. I, there's usually a little crescendo before we before we get there. I just I just thought we could leave people with a cliffhanger. I don't want dead. I, whether I'm dead or not. Yeah, obviously I'm not dead. Well, they don't know that. Not yet. Or are you? Sushi jackknife? <laughs> no, it's, I'm not. I'm not done. We're not done. All right, we're not done yet. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm going to let you declare Sushi Jackknife all on your own tonight. Oh, God. Fuck. You're now in control of the Sushi Jackknife. Oh, God. Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, you want to leave the people with, with a laugh. And so far, we haven't done that. We haven't made them laugh I mean, we've once. made them laugh. but eh. I mean, I haven't been trying to make them laugh that much. 
Well, do you ever? We talked a lot about uh, the sexual spectrum, and none of that was a laugh riot. You know what, though? Woke. Pretty woke of us. Just saying. I don't know. Are we allowed to... To declare ourselves woke? Yeah, I feel like someone else has to declare us woke. Why don't we have any black friends? Do you have any black friends? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, but they, I... they don't say woke. They don't tell you you're woke no. all the time? I have a, a co-worker uh, named Sandra who is, I would say, like, 53 that I talked to. Percent? No. Oh. <laughs> no, like, age. She is 100% a human. I don't, I'm not sure what percent black she is. Um, I'm just being shitty. She would not say woke. Oh. She would not declare anyone woke. She's not even woke herself. She's not woke to woke. She wouldn't say that we'll she's... We'll say that. Okay. She's not, she has not woken to To woke. the concept of woke. Yeah. Got it. I am. I'm. I'm just going to wait until someone calls me woke, and then when that day happens, you'll know it because I will hire a marching band. <laughs> I will. I will shut down Nolansville and just march right down that street, trumpeting that I am woke. I'm the wokest of woke. But until that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just here. Yes, you should check that. There we go. Yeah. I knew it would happen. Oh, I was waiting for it. I'm getting that, everybody. Just remember, we're not really assholes. Let's you know how therapy goes. We just play them on the podcast? Yeah, that's it.